from Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason D'Antonio! Jason Kelly. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Oh, you're too kind. Yes. Ah. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Queens New Yorker. Hope you had a marvelous weekend because we had a special edition. And today is Tuesday, March 2nd, 2021. We're already in March. This is episode number 168. We're starting a new series, a series on the Queen's beaches. Yes, yes. The beaches of Queens. Oh, yeah. And all of New York City, basically. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. And so you also know, too, we have a grand total so far, uh, listen-wise, 2,417 on our Anchor Program website. You guys are just continually doing fantastic. We thank you for your continued support on the Anchor channel. All right, so we're going to start off with Rockaway Beach and the Boardwalk and look at the history and start there. And we'll just keep going on and picking random beaches at a time. Not not, not bitches, beaches. Okay. <laughs> I don't know any Rockaway bitches. I don't know any New York bitches. No, not personally either for that matter. <laughs> so not to get confused we want to make sure we say it right. It's beaches, okay? Beaches. <laughs> I know. Everybody, I'm going to get letters. You know me. You know I'm going to get. I'm going to get. Why do you keep saying bitches? I said no. It's beaches. <laughs> all right. So let's start it off. Of course, you know all of our information comes from the Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, and let's take uh, a grand, grand tour of. The Rockaway Boardwalk in the Peninsula. So the Rockaway Peninsula became a popular area for seaside hotels starting in the 1830s, with the first resort being founded at Far Rockaway in 1835. Many resorts were situated on Rockaway Beach along the south so southern side of the peninsula, and the peninsula's popularity grew in the 1880s with the construction of the Long Island Railroad's Rockaway Beach Branch to Long Island City and Flatbush Terminal, which is now Atlantic Terminal, which facilitated population growth. So several unconnected sections of boardwalk were built along the beach in the late 19th and early 20th centuries, mostly clustered around resorts. These included a one-mile stretch in Arvern to the east, 
a 0.8-mile stretch in Rockaway Park to the west, and shorter sections in Hamels and Hollands, now Rockaway Park in the center. The peninsula became part of the city of Greater New York in the late 1890s. Amusement parks also opened along the beach, such as Rockaway's Playland, in the first decade of the 20th century. The initial boardwalk in Arvern was built in 1886, three feet above the beach. And a new boardwalk stretching about 0.75 miles was built 300 feet to the south in 1900 to 1901. Family houses, a hotel, and an 800-seat theater were built around the Arvern boardwalk. And although it was often damaged by hurricanes and high tides, each property owner on the boardwalk was to be charged $1 for each bedroom in their property, although several owners and tenants initially refused to pay the tax. A separate boardwalk was built in the communities of Hollands and Seaside in 1893, and that boardwalk had been built after the resorts in these communities were wrecked in an 1892 fire. The boardwalk contained several theaters, hotels, and roller coasters, and yet another boardwalk located at Rockaway Park was also overlooked by resorts. By the 1910s, the Auburn Boardwalk Committee and the Auburn Hotel Owners Association were advocating for the construction of a boardwalk from Beach 58th or 59th Street to Beach 109th Street. The Edgemere Taxpayers Association supported building a boardwalk both westward to Beach 109th Street and eastward to Beach 24th Street. Residents of Rockaway Park wanted a boardwalk as well, connecting Jacob Reese Park at Beach 148th Street to Edgemere. Several groups collaborated to acquire land on the waterfront, and by 1923, the civic groups had acquired almost all waterfront land in Auburn between Beach 59th and 75th Streets. The city planned an experimental boardwalk between these streets, following the motto of the Regalman Boardwalk at Coney Island. Queensboro engineers considered three options, a boardwalk without a road, as well as one with a wide parkway and a narrow parkway. The city government also sent engineers around the world to look at other boardwalks' designs as it intended to build the world's longest boardwalk along the Rockaway shore. The city government had started constructing a concrete boardwalk on city-owned land in Rockaway Park between Beach 109th and 126th Streets by 1922. The boardwalk in Rockaway Park, which opened in May of 1923, was 31 feet wide and 4,500 feet long and cost $133,000. And it was placed under the jurisdiction of New York City Parks. The residents of Neponset and Bell Harbor between Beach 126th and 149th Streets also sought a boardwalk. However, the city did not own the shoreline in these two neighborhoods, precluding the city from adding a boardwalk in these neighborhoods unless the residents were willing to pay taxes for a boardwalk extension to their communities. Now, by early 1923, the city had passed resolutions to acquire title to the shore between Beach 59th and 75th Streets in Arvern, and between Beach 126th and 149th Streets in Deposit and Bell Harbor. It was also in the process of acquiring title between Beach 25th and 59th Streets in Edgemere and Far Rockaway, 
and between Beach 75th and 109th Streets in Hamels, Hollands, and Seaside. The New York City Board of Estimate appropriated $8 million for a beach improvement project on the Rockaway Peninsula in June of 1925. The Queensborough President's Office started soliciting bids to build bulkheads, groin, um, groness, jetties, and breakwaters, and to add sand to the southern shore of the Rockaway Peninsula between Beach 59th and 109th Streets. The Gagian Realty Company submitted a low bid and received a $1.26 million contract for the work. The boardwalk was slated to be completed within three years. In anticipation of an increase in Rockaway-bound traffic created by the completion of Cross Bay Boulevard, the expanded beach would be city property once the project was completed. Actual work on the boardwalk would occur after the shore improvement projects were finished. However, work was delayed for a year because of a lack of money, and by June of 1926, the city had approved $1 million for the project and was speeding up plans to construct the section of boardwalk between Beach 59th and 109th Streets. The Board of Estimate appropriated $500,000 for the first connecting section of the boardwalk between Beach 91st and 109th Streets in mid-1927. That August, contractor Mussini and Decker reported that between 30 and 40 buildings in the boardwalk's path would have to be condemned and demolished. The contractor subsequently stated that work would progress even as the buildings were to be raised. The existing boardwalk at Hollands and Seaside between Beach 90th and 100th Street would, would be removed and replaced. Work began in September of 1927, although the first pile was driven that November. And by then, some $4 million had already been spent for shore protection and beach widening. The first section was dedicated in June of 1928. And although the portion east of Beach 102nd Street was open to the public first, while the section west of that street opened in July of 1928, except for a small gap at Beach 109th Street. With the opening of this boardwalk section, real estate demand along the shore increased in 1928, while existing resort owners started planning amusement attractions. More than $1.5 million was invested in constructing hotels, apartment buildings, and bathing pavilions. Funding for the third section of the boardwalk between Beach 56th and 21st Streets was requested in September of 1928, just as work on the second section of the boardwalk between Beach 75th and 56th Streets was to commence. The second section was to cost $467,000. Queensboro President George U. Harvey formally opened the boardwalk's second section in June of 1929, and work on the third section began in late 1929, although the ceremonial first pile was not driven until January of 1930. The third section was built by DMW Construction at a cost of $610,000. The contractor reported in April of 1930 that it was ahead of schedule and would likely have the third section open by the end of the following month. Delays in securing the wooden decking for the boardwalk pushed the opening back by several months. There was always delays caused by the need to remove rock in the boardwalk's path, 
and the third section was finally opened in September of 1930, four months after the contractors had initially projected. At the time, the Queensboro President's Office operated the portion of the boardwalk east of Beach 105th Street, while New York City Parks operated the section to the west, a temporary ramp connected to Beach 19th Street. While construction was ongoing, there were disputes over the compensation that the city was scheduled to pay property owners. Now, in September of 1930, New York City Comptroller Charles W. Berry objected to the $12.5 million proposed compensation, saying that the land was assessed as being worth only one-tenth as much. The city suspended compensation payments for the property that November. Ultimately, the compensation payments were lowered to $9.2 million, as decided by the New York Supreme Court in June of 1931. The fourth section of the boardwalk, east of Beach 21st Street, was delayed because tidal conditions would prevent the city from building a boardwalk east of Beach 14th Street without having to acquire significant space inland. City authorities considered ending the boardwalk at Beach 14th Street instead, but property owners in Far Rockaway refused, stating that they were entitled to benefit from the boardwalk since they had paid taxes for it. Now, Harvey also wished to delay the construction of the fourth section because of the then-ongoing litigation over the property compensation. And finally, the section of beach between Beach 16th and 20th Streets was the privately owned Roaches uh, Beach. That's R-O-C-H-E apostrophe A, uh, apostrophe S, Roaches Beach. The owners opposed the construction of the boardwalk and successfully lobbied to stop it. The westernmost section was not built either because the president of the real estate board covering Rockaway Park, Neponset, and Bell Harbor did not wish to start construction until the far Rockaway section was built. And we'll stop there and pick up on Thursday with part two of Rockaway Beach and the boardwalk with modifications from the 1930s and through the 50s, the 70s through the 2000s, and a 21st century reconstruction which will wrap up the history of Rockaway Beach and the Boardwalk. Yes. All righty, so when we come back on Thursday, we'll definitely take a look at more history of Rockaway Beach. And then we'll look at some other beaches as well on, on Saturday. We looked at, um, we was looking at some uh, beaches that were in Staten Island, but we also had one in, called Water Taxi Beach, which is very small. Wow, it's an artificial temporary beach. But then we'll go to the Long Island beaches and look at those as well. Atlantic Beach has a big history. And I'm wondering if Jones Beach in uh, um, let's see, Jones Beach 
No, that's not. Oh. Okay. Okay, it's called Jones Beach State Park. Coakley Jones Beach. Okay. Southern Nassau County. We'll look at that one, too, because it's part of the Wontaw and Meadowbrook State Parkway and has a pretty good history. And we'll look at the park facilities and other goodies that, you know, take a look at that as well. All right? So that's all coming up in these uh, in this new series of on beaches, as they say. <laughs> And we'll see you on Thursday, friends. Have a great rest of the day. And remember, be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid kiss. On the Queens, New Yorker, have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been watching the Queens, New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio Internet presentation. Thank you for your support. Bye.